0: Be discussing season two, episode 10, titled Betrayal. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, so I have been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting with such anticipation to talk about this episode. I genuinely believe this might be among the best episodes in all of Teen Titans. It is perfection. It is absolutely magnificent. Uh, It is one of the highlights of the show. Uh, One of those moments that you just never forget. One of those moments in the lifespan of a show that just... Etches its way into your brain and just, you can never, you can never really forget it. You can never really disassociate the show with this moment. Like, it just defines uh, so much of the best aspects of Teen Titans. It's just an indelible mark on The Teen Titans mythos. The Teen Titans lore. Uh, It is such a turning point in this series. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, And I love everything about this episode. Holy shit. Enough preamble. Let's just get into it. There's so much to talk about with this episode. So this episode opens. And you know, Tara is serving out her Titans duty. Acclimating herself in the tower. Everyone loves her, Tara's awesome, Tara's the best, Uh, Tara's the greatest person. She's amazing, she's wonderful, she's absolutely phenomenal. And everything seems perfect. Everything seems wonderful. Everything seems amazing. However, she's acting a bit jumpy. She's looking a bit jumpy, a bit tense, acting a bit suspicious. Uh, We see her hit send on something, and we don't know what she sent. Uh, We see her just sort of sulking, just sort of fidgeting. We don't know what's going on with Tara, but something is up. Uh, While this is happening, Beast Boy decides that now is the appropriate time to ask Tara on a date. He's super awkward, and it's one of the most precious things ever. (laughs) It is one of the most precious things to ever be featured in any superhero series ever. I love it so much. Watching Beast Boy try to ask Tara out on a date is just lovely. Just absolutely freaking lovely. He, like, makes this little heart-shaped thing. Went nuts on the glue gun. <laughs> can't get it off his hand. Uh, and then Tara, uh, upon being asked out, uh, say, hey, wanna go to... Wanna do something tomorrow night? And Tara's like, uh, I can't. I, I just can't. I-, I-, I can't go on a date tomorrow. Sorry. And then Beast Boy's just left thinking... What did I do? What did I do wrong? I'm an idiot. Why am I stupid? Why am I a dumb person? Why am I a dumbass? Why am I the worst? Uh, he goes through this whole montage of things he could have done. <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny, just in Beast Boy's head, what his idea of like a smooth operation could have been. It's wonderful. It's the most wholesome thing ever. Uh, And then, Tara just shows up, floating outside his window, and is like, Want to go out? So, very quickly changed her mind, and it had to be right now. So not only did she immediately go back on the not wanting to date him, but she also moved up the timeline to right now. Interestingly enough, almost as soon as Beast Boy and Terra leave, the tower is attacked by Slade's robo-ninjas, a freaking army of them. So while Beast Boy and Terra are running around, uh, going on this lovely date, they go to a diner, have the greatest pie in the history of pie, Uh, they go to a little theme park, and have a wonderful time there, while all this amazing stuff is happening. Robin, Cyborg, Starfire, and Raven are facing off against this army of robo-ninjas that somehow passed the tower's defenses and got inside, and are just pinning them down. And there's just an army of them wave after wave after wave after wave after wave uh that are just effing up the titans and they are struggling to fend off this army of robo ninjas and we get some great action there it cuts back to that every once in a while uh beast boy at one point drops his communicator so he the the titans can't contact him And throughout the entire time, Tara's still being jumpy. Tara's still acting a little weird. At one point, she sees Slade in a mirror and freaks out. Uh, At one point, she's like, Hey, Beast Boy, I could tell you anything and you'd still like me, right? And then... Slade shows up, ambushes Terra and Beast Boy, uh, demands that Terra come with him, and Slade and Beast Boy get into this massive fight uh, Slade and Beast Boy get into this epic, incredibly well-done one-on-one fight on top of this Ferris wheel, it's an excellent sequence, it's an amazing set piece, uh, Tara brings the entire Ferris wheel down, uh, the entire time Slade's, like, taunting Beast Boy, like, you don't know anything, you don't know, uh, who she is, like, she doesn't even like you, just putting jab after 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 into Beast Boy's soul. Terra and Beast Boy get away. They run and seek refuge into this Hall of Mirrors. And oh my god, this Hall of Mirrors sequence is... Maybe the greatest thing Teen Titans has ever done. It is maybe the greatest moment in all of Teen Titans history. It is absolutely freaking magnificent in every possible way. Uh, They run into the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, Tara is continuing to kind of act weird and be spoiled. Like, what are you talking? What's wrong? What's going on here? Uh, Why acting strange and all this? And then Slade... Shows up and says the thing that we all, that I think everyone watching by this point had a little inkling of in the back of their brain. There was enough information in this episode for everyone to form this worst case scenario in the back of their mind. But no one watching wanted to believe. Slade comes in and confirms our worst fears—that Terra is his new apprentice. Uh, uh. Uh, I... uh, this moment never brings... It it never doesn't... There's never any time when I'm watching this and this moment doesn't bring me just utter despair. It's so completely heartbreaking. Beast Boy just refusing to believe it. Slade giving that whole monologue of how... He found her, uh, he helped her to control her powers, and then sent her after the Titans. Beast Boy smashing all the mirrors that Slade appears in throughout the entire time, and it's so, so great. It's so great that I just knocked my glasses off my face. No joke. I kind of wish there was a video version of this podcast just so a portion of the audience could see how stupid I am for knocking my glasses off of my face in that moment. But that literally just happened. Anyway, but Beast Boy keeps saying, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, smashing all these mirrors. He's got like 50 years of bad luck uh, <laughs> built up by the end of the sequence. And then Terra says, no, Beast Boy, it's, it's true. He's telling the truth. And, by the way, we now, I should now go back to episode eight. I should now go back to a couple episodes ago and just fill in some blanks on some brilliant foreshadowing that episode did. On some brilliant foreshadowing. That came to the forefront in that episode. So literally. The first scene in which Tara comes back. Right in the opening. Right in the moment that Tara shows up. And brings that volleyball back up to the roof. She comes up and she says. And I quote. So. Whose team am I on? Now. Now. This line is very clearly meant to be taken as witty banter uh, because the Titans were doing a volleyball game at the time. However. However, 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 however. It is also. And I. I. Refused to believe that this wasn't done intentionally. Like this had, there had to have been some intentional double meanings in there. But that can also be taken as the writers literally flashing a neon sign saying, This isn't what you think. This isn't what you think. Don't get too comfortable. Like literally just Tara coming up and saying, So, Whose team am I on? It's meant to be taken in the moment as which volleyball team, but in the larger scheme of things, it could be Tara just wink, wink, nudge, nudge the camera saying, So, am I a good guy or a bad guy? Like, it's such good foreshadowing. It's such an amazing line of foreshadowing. There's no way they didn't do that intentionally. It's such... Perfect writing. It's such a perfect piece of dialogue, and I love it. Uh, When Tara brushed up against Raven at one point, and Raven saw all those flashes, in the midst of that, there was like a still image of Slade uh, that was there for like a solid second. So Raven kind of got a bit of a premonition that uh, Tara was working for Slade and just brushed it off. And probably the most artfully done and most brilliant piece of foreshadowing in that entire episode. The type of thing where it's just like, once you see it, you will never be the same. You will never be able to watch that scene the same way again. But when they officially make Terra a Titan, they give her her communicator... Uh, And she has that one moment at the end of that episode where she's left in her room alone. And she says, I can't believe it. They actually trust me. Now, the obvious bit of foreshadowing is, oh, that was her saying, I can't believe this gambit paid off. I can't believe this worked. I can't believe I'm in. But there's this other, much more subtle thing in the animation. If you watch that scene and pay attention to the way Tara's hair falls on her face in that moment, her hair falls over her right eye. So only her left eye is visible, just like Slade. Like, they didn't say in that episode, And Tara's working for Slade, just so you know. Like, they left the actual reveal for this episode. But visually, like, if you're in tune with the visual stylings of this show, if you're in tune with the secret language of the animation in that moment, like, you'll see, like, they literally just flat out told you without saying a word. And without actually showing you any solid proof, Terra's working for Slade, just so you know. And actually, I forgot that last scene existed. I forgot how that last episode ended. And I saw that final scene uh, on Monday when I was watching Titan Rising. And I saw that little piece of visual reveal. I saw that little nugget in the animation, that little Easter egg in the animation. I was just like, oh my God, that is perfect. That is extraordinary. Uh, that is a brilliant, brilliant piece of animation. That is a brilliant piece of visual foreshadowing. And then I was pissed because I couldn't talk about it on that episode. I couldn't talk about it. I had to wait till today to talk about that perfect final scene. And all of this, all of it was there to telegraph without anyone knowing in a neon sign, Tara is Slade's apprentice. Tara is Slade's apprentice. Tara is Slade's apprentice. It was staring us right in the face, and no one at the time knew. No one at the time figured it out. No one at the time realized how obvious this was, in hindsight. It's, it's perfect. It's so well done. But anyway, that reveal is incredible. Tara runs away as Beast Boy continues to fight Slade. Kind of collapses, and uh, what's so great is even when it's revealed that Tara did go over to the dark side, uh, that Tara did become Slade's apprentice in between three and eight, she's still conflicted, she still doesn't know what to think, she still doesn't know what to do, she still doesn't know how to handle herself in this situation. Uh, she's She's torn between obligation and the people she loves. Between Slade, the person who taught her to control her powers, and the people who took her in and were her friends and always cared for her, always gave her the benefit of the doubt. Beast Boy, Robin, Cyborg, Starfire, even Raven after a bit of a uh, not-so-sure period. They took her in. They gave her a home. But Slade also gave her what she most wanted, what she most desired, uh, a way to control her powers. And Tara even says as much when Beast Boy confronts her. Tara says to him, he helped me control my powers and said I owed him uh, and then Beast boy is just really pissed about the betrayal as he should be. uh but like you can kind of understand where Tara went wrong. you can understand where Tara was strayed uh where Tara was pulled off the right path. This is a girl who through no fault of her own because of this thing she couldn't control, caused destruction wherever she went caused horrible, horrible uh, devastation wherever she went and was tortured by it constantly. And now here comes this dude who does help her, who does give her a way to control her powers, and who does dig her out of that hole. But then that same dude come, goes around and says, hey, now because I did this for you, you got to do this, 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 and this for me. You got to do all this evil shit because I did this thing for you. Almost like guilting her into being his apprentice. Almost like guilting her into betraying the Titans. Almost guilting her. Into like, hey, after all I did for you, the least you can do is betray the only people who ever cared about you. The very least you could do is break the hearts of the only friends you have in this world. That's not too much to ask. The manipulation from Slade. Because I talked about this before, particularly when uh it, we did the Apprentice arc. Slade is a master manipulator. Slade knows exactly what pressure points to hit on to get people to do exactly what he wants. With Robin, it was his devotion to his friends. And with Tara, it was her desperation to control her powers. Tara was so desperate to control her powers, she took the first out she could find didn't think of the consequences, and now has to live with it. Beast Boy is rightfully pissed off because he was used. He was literally used, at least from his perspective. There's nothing saying that Terra didn't actually have feelings for him. There's nothing saying that Terra actually did have feelings for him. And Tara, in this moment of weakness, Beast Boy is yelling at her, angry about being betrayed. Slade's just being like, come here, child. And she goes back with Slade. Slinks back into the darkness. Leaving Beast Boy heartbroken. The Titans defeated. And no one's sure what to do next. And this ending, oh my god. So, they finally got control of the tower from the Robo-Ninjas. All of them are gone, Slade's been defeated, everything's good. And yet it doesn't feel like a win. Because not only did they lose a friend, they've also realized that they might not have had that friend to begin with. Slade played them. Terra played them. And all of them are devastated. Not to mention, Terra has all the information Slade could ever need to take down the Titans. Their flaws, their weaknesses, everything. And where is Beast Boy? Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Curled up in Tara's room as a dog around the glass heart that he made Tara. Like, it really is their darkest hour. It really, really is. Like, they have been beaten in ways that are indescribable. They have been humiliated in ways that are indescribable. They have been betrayed in ways that are indescribable. And now no one's quite sure how to move on from that. But they're going to have to because Tara's not done and Slade sure as shit isn't done. We got three more episodes left in this season. So, some shit's gonna go down. And we'll talk about that over the next few days. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday, as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in. As well, it's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 11. Talk to you then.